0: Hey, good morning, everybody. I, just a word of caution. So, as many of you probably know, the reason why I wasn't around Shabbos Day is because one of my kids had fever last night, or Friday night, rather, and then Shabbos morning as well, and it was a chaval. I had a good drusha prepared, but had to forego that. After Shabbos, we spoke to uh, some people in the medical world, and they felt because she was exposed to other people who had a regular virus that was proven not to be COVID, they felt comfortable with me coming back now. However, there is no guarantee. So, if anyone does not feel comfortable, I will not take it personally if you leave now. But good morning to all. The topic this morning is, when, if ever, is it appropriate... Or permissible to to do a chait in order to save someone else from a more severe chait. When, if ever, can I sin something that might be viewed as a, as a minor chait in order to save you from something much more uh, much more scary? I think it might be idea to think of a few cases halacha and then. Take a look at some of the sources, get the guiding principles straight, and then see if we could apply them. Can anybody think of a case that might come up in a daily life where there's a shayla of me doing a small hate to save you from a greater hate?: So it's not to save oneself, it's to save somebody else? Exactly. We're going to explore saving oneself as well. Any ideas? So let's, yeah, maybe, maybe. Lying Lying in order to save someone from what?
1: Embarrassment, loss, I don't know,
0: financial loss. So that happens to be a good, it's a good example. There we have a Gemara that says potentially, or other exceptions where it's mutter, it's a mitzvah. But that's also saving someone from embarrassment or loss. I want to focus on saving someone else from doing a more severe sin. Okay, so then you could
1: say, uh, you know, so that they don't know that there is temptation to do something that's
0: wrong. Okay, good example. I'm lying to be Mafish min ha'isser, but I'm concerned that if you were to find out the truth, I know you, I know your challenges, and this would be a nisayon that likely you would not, uh, you would not overcome. So can I lie to save you from doing something that's wrong? Good example. What do you have?
1: I mean, hara, that you know you're you're doing it that'll save you from
0: doing something that you would potentially do wrong. I mean lashon hara. Same, same idea. Same idea structurally. Saying something that usually would be aser either because it's cheker lashon hara, rechilus, moti sheimra. In order to save someone from potentially a greater, a greater Okay. It
1: might not be a, a greater, lesser one, but so it comes with all the time. Relatives who are not from somehow driving or some sort of lower level iser, not the driving to the lower level, but to your house on Shabbos, so that they're not going to be doing whatever their house on Shabbos, or something like that. They're not going to oh. do
0: whatever. So that's a good example, right? That whole... That's
1: true. Only for a night, and only you tell them that they can stay.
0: Okay, so that might be more in the halachalamaisa realm, but at least in, in theory, could you say that that sugya is related to this Gemara we're going to see in Daftalid? Oh, sir. Uh, likely, Rebusarola, I'd be on the same page. But, but just to analyze it carefully, is that really the same Shaila? So it's not exactly the same Shaila here. I might be in violation of Leif Neivir by, let's say, inviting you to drive on Shabbos. But even this whole argument, well, maybe they're going to be doing malacha. but if they were to be home, they'd be doing less malacha. even if you were to say that's true, because I know their Shabbos ritual. What do they do all, all Saturday? They drive back and forth from the dog park to uh, <laughs> into the lake, whatever. But that's not about me doing a, a small chay to save you from a, great, a greater one that's me enabling you or, or enticing you to do a potentially smaller chay to save yourself from a greater chay. Okay. Um, one example that comes up in the world of Hatzalah, we're going to see a tshuva of this. Let's say I get a call and I race over to the scene and Baruch Hashem, me and my partner were able to, to uh, help the fellow out and he's good to go. But uh, the other people don't know that he's fine, and they're about to get into their ambulance and race over as well. So can I contact them on the walkie-talkie and let them know, Baruch Hashem, HaKol Beseder, stay put, stand down. So communicating on the walkie-talkie is definitely Osir, what level of Isr pashubshat? that's in Isr Derubanen. You could argue I'm doing an iser derabanan, but I'm saving them from an iser Is of driving. Okay, maybe. If it was an What's that? If it was an iser. If it was an iser, right, and that's where that that particular case gets complex. What they're doing is a mitzvah, right? They're going out to be matzil nefesh. It happens to be they're not required, they're not needed right now, so we'll have to analyze that carefully. Uh, another case would be in the world of kiruv. Right, Kiruv, somehow, everything becomes mutter. <laughs> right? Either COVID or Kiruv, it's all okay. <laughs> Due to COVID. <laughs> so in the Kiruv world, you could ask, let's say I'd be going into an environment. Um, we're going to see a tshuva from Reb Sternbach. I'm going to a kibbutz. I'm going to stay there for Shabbos. Totally secular kibbutz. I'm going there because they're, uh, they're growing and they're getting inspired and they want a few B'nai Torah to, uh, to join them and, and make it more of a Shabbos atmosphere. But there's no minion, there's no Kriya Satora. I'm gonna be losing out in a lot of what I would normally be doing on Shabbos. Can you say, okay, it's for the greater good, meaning if my Kiruv will directly or perhaps indirectly stop them from doing um, severe chataim. So maybe it is Kedai for me to lose out on a minion and create Toro. That would be another question in this, uh, in this general Shiloh. Exactly. That's going to be somewhat different because I'm not doing a Chet at Sheval Tassa. I'm just not doing something that's viewed as a mitzvah. All right. Lamaisa, well, there are many cases here, and theoretically we could spend years on this subject, but we have about 40 minutes. Let's just look at the Gemara quickly. The Gemara has a Shiley here in Shabbos, Dabdalid. Boy Rebibi Barabaye, He asked the following question. Hidvik pas betaner If someone takes dough and they stick it onto the oven like they baked in the olden days, is he allowed to remove the dough to do Riddiyah Sapas in order to save himself from an iser de of a Fiyah, of baking? What's the problem with Riddiyah Sapas? So, generally, we say taking off raw dough is going to be Asr Midirabanan, either because the Riddiyah itself, the detaching of the dough from the Tanner, or because the dough is muksa. but removal of the dough is not an iser de reisa. That's the question that was posed. So there's a back and forth in the Gemara trying to clarify what case is this question referring to. And let's skip down. Amar of la Olam Bishogeg. We're talking about a situation where the person places the dough into the oven b'shogeg. B'shogeg means either he was not aware this was Asr on Shabbos or he didn't realize it was Shabbos. Well, Aman hatiru. And who is the question regarding um, can I take the dough off? And that's referring to other people who saw this person place the dough in So that was the original Shilei of the Gemara. If I see you put the dough in the oven, not realizing that you're in violation of an isur Shabbos, can I come over, remove the dough? I'd be in violation of muktzah, but I'd be saving you from a more severe isur of baking on Shabbos. So Maskev Lord, Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis had the question, he said, one second, is this a Torah Hashgrafah? Do we ever tell someone to do a Chet? In order to be Mizaka his friend, or in this case in order to save his friend? That's not a Torah Hashgrafah. And therefore the Gemara goes on to say a different pshat in the initial question. Sounds like we don't believe in doing any chait to save someone else from a more severe hate. That's the Pashib shot and the Gemara. Question? For a concept
1: of taking it for the team, let's say, it's a, it's a, it's possibly the whole seabird could do that fate. And you say, you know what, I'm going to be the...
0: I'll be the carbon.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll jump on the grenade, so to speak. It sounds like, from the Pashib Shot here, um, there's no Hashkafa of Chatei Kadesh Yitzka or potentially even Kadesh yisku Now, At Lemaissa, there's other Gemara's, the Gemara in Gittin and elsewhere where Tosfos brings in, it could be a mitzvah of the Rabbim, could be different. Mm-hmm. Let's take it one step at a time though. Yeah. Comes along Tosus, he's bothered by the following question. Just Structurally, Tosus will have this Kasha, he's going to give two different answers, and based on these different answers we're going to see two radically different approaches in the Hashkafas HaTorah regarding this question. Says, the case in Erevin is where you're a Chavar, you're someone who's very meticulous in taking Trumos and Maisros, and uh, there's an Amarot, one who is not as aware of the Halachos, and you say, please, come take from my figs, take from my peros, enjoy. He does so, and then he starts walking away. And then you realize, Oi, vezmir, I didn't take trumos and maisros. He's going to be eating tevil. Eating tevel is a terrible sin. So there, Rav Sheshis, uh, <clears throat> who's this? A uh, rebbe was of the opinion, no problem, take off truma and maisros right now. Aye, there's an Iser, there are abundant take away Trumas and Meiseros when it's not there, it's Lom a if it's not together with the other payros Okay, but better that you should do a small Iser of removing Truma and Meiser in an inappropriate way than have him eat Tevil, which would be a much more severe Iser. So that seems to be in direct conflict with our Gemara. So Tosa's answer is, Hacha shalom nasa ha al-yodo ein omrim lo of Philu Isirkal, Shilo Yovo de Isser Khamur. He says there's one very fundamental distinction. In the case in Erevin, why was that person about to do a severe Isr? It was Al-Yado. Because really you're, you're setting him up for that. I wasn't trying to, but based on my negligence, he's about to do something terrible. So then the Hashkafa Satara is: you should take one for the team you should do an Isr Kal to save him from an Isr Hamur. In contrast to our case, I have no connection with that person's Isr. Generally, there's an Arvos, there's a feeling of responsibility. I would love to help him, but it's not appropriate to do any level of Isr to save him from a greater Isr. Is this Svarah there
1: because you're really doing a small iser to save yourself from a bigger
0: Isr? Exactly. That seems to be the shot in this Svarah. That according to the first answer of Tosvos, to save anybody else from a greater isser, we would never encourage you to do a small ched. In the case in Erevin, that's the exception because I'm really saving myself. It's al-yadi, I'm the one who's causing this person a terrible ched, and therefore, logic would dictate I should have to do a smaller ched to save myself from a greater ched. I like you're saving, saving myself because I'm the one who set him up. If I don't do the smaller ched, then I'm gonna be in violation of Leaf Naiver on a greater kid. So I don't
1: know, perfect. I mean it's not okay, I mean, but you could just as easily say that it means you are the one who caused it, so you have to be the one to rectify it. And nothing to do with saving yourself.
0: So th- 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 this I think is a nice hakira in how to understand the answer of Tospus. Right? Rabbi Wasser is saying, maybe Pshat is it's only when we view it as I'm saving myself from an Isr Khamur. And Rabbi Ari is suggesting, <laughs> Mr. Roth, Mr. Roth is suggesting, maybe we don't have to get so selfish. It's not about saving myself. There's a yashrus, there's a logic that if, if I'm the one who's, who's gorim, I'm the one who's setting this guy up, then I do have more of a responsibility to, uh, to take one for the team and to do an iserkal. I mean, Lechor, both Rabbi Wasser and Mr. Roth would say, in that case, I'm not responsible to do an Isser yeah, Khan.": Right, right. Meaning this answer is saying the only time we believe in doing a small sin is if you're the one who set up the other guy. You were, messiah, say, you, you were a messiah, you were assisting. That seems to be the structure. Yes. Forced it on you, that it's almost like, I don't know, some kind of transference, where I, it's almost like you're going to do it, but it's really on my head, but anyways, as opposed to just a mm-hmm. classical leaver, where I allowed something to happen. In a sense, I think the question you're asking is kind of the Chakira between Rabbi Wasser and Mr. Roth. Well, my only issue be that technically, if don't say that... back into the world of everything. Well, I mean, it's not such a common scenario, right? I'm saying, Leaf in general is not so. You know, that gets back to the inviting someone Friday night thing, you are saying to be in violation of Leaf Neivar in is not so common. Within this if we don't side on this difference. So I don't think you're saying that you have to be in, in the technical category of leaf Neivar. Leaf and neighbor, like we've spoken about many times in the past, that's only where I'm really enabling you to do the hate, not just assisting. That's Messiah. But structurally, in, in the first answer of Tosfos, he's saying the case in Erivan is the exception, but generally the hashkafa is like the Gemara in Shabbos. I want to see the second answer, just to see the two, uh, two different approaches. V'od Shalomar, the dafka heich the posha, and maybe only when the person is posheya, he was negligent, then we say, it's not appropriate for you to do a small hate to save him from that greater sin. But if he wasn't posheya, if he was an ones, if he was about to do something where he had no clue whatsoever that it was usher, and, and, and there's no taina against him that you should realize that at Shabbos, you should realize this is a malacha. In the case in Erevin, I, I got my peros from the chavar. A chavar is assumed to, to take everything trumos and maestro's kedin. So of course I'm going to eat the fruit. I'm not poshe, I'm not negligent, I'm an ones. Right, so according to the second answer of Tosvos, it sounds like he's making a different distinction which is, whenever you're doing a uh, real severe hate based on your own negligence, or for sure if it's based on a malicious intent, so then I'm not going to do anything to save you. I'm not muchuiv in that. But if you're about to do an Iser chomer based on an Ones, it's no fault of your own, then logic would dictate, I should do an Iser kal I should do a smaller sin to save you from the greater one. So it comes out according to the second answer of so Toswah, structurally, this Gemara and Shabbos is no longer the rule, in contrast to Erevin, which was the exception, but it sounds like it's Yesh V'Yesh. It sounds like really the Hashkafas Torah is, if someone's about to do an Iser Chamar to no fault of their own, you should do an Iser kal to save him. It's only if he's posheya. And he should know better than I don't do an Iserkal. All right. So, based on these two Terutzim of matos, we have two radically different Hashkapha HaTorah. What's the story for that one? I would think the opposite. I would think if someone is doing something,
1: it's not so bad what he's doing. Like, he's not going to be held so responsible. It's not going to be so bad. What do you have to save him from that? As opposed to what he's doing in Amherb, but that's going to be a big fate. Let's get him out of that one.
0: So that's a great question. You're asking in Toso's second answer, wouldn't it seem more reasonable to to sacrifice and save someone who's about to really do something terrible? He's posheya. You should know better. In that case, in contrast to an ones, what's the big deal? He doesn't know what he's doing, so it's no fault of his own, but it's not that severe. not that severe. It
1: might be better. The guy does something he doesn't
0: know he did wrong. Is mean, Shemayim, Is he judged No, for sure, a minute, Shemayim, he's judged very leniently. Right. It was no fault of my own. So Rabbi Wasser's asking, if anything, I should have more of a, of a motivation, more of an obligation to stop you when you're doing a B'poshayah, bipshia. Right. What would you say? I guess
1: it's not about you deserve it. You know, like, you're making the choice to do it. We're going to give you the, the opportunity to follow around on what you want to do. But uh, still the other side, of the flip side, I don't hear so much why you have to get him out of it, if that way it's
0: just going to I see we well, so do something I, on
1: purpose, but if, you know, you're going to, I would imagine, suffer the consequences yeah. more than someone else if you and not even ever know that you did it. Oh. If
0: you're more like that, you should never step in. Either he it's, it's his fault, he's the one who's doing it, he's, you know, he's doing the mated, or if he's an onus, just leave him as an onus. Why should you get involved? Better that you shouldn't do it, you shouldn't step in and let him be an onus. Okay, we're getting deep today. So I'll share with you two, two ideas, right? One is not his PC, which is, let him die. He's choosing to do something. He's Mamish Poshea. I should do a hate to save him? That's not Mustafar. It's not logical. If someone's Mamish and Ones, even though it's true that, that his Onesh, his responsibility, is going to be less, but there, I have full responsibility for him. <laughs> this guy is in Russia. You should know better. You're not being careful. Because of your lack of, of, of Zahirus and mitzvos, I should do an Isra? It's still, what, what, is the,
1: what are we saving uh, from? he's not going to get any, uh, let's say, uh, onash for his onas, what are we saving from? Uh, I guess that's, I think that's the question that's the floor. It sounds like we're saving him you know, just the, the nice effect, even though he's not getting punished but it, it's
0: something that's it. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like even though when a person's an ones, there's no punishment, right? There's no need to bring a carbon. But, you know, we don't want this happening in the world. It's almost, and, and there's so many areas to get into with a lot of depth, you could ask the question, is me saving you from sin a Bein Odom Lechaver obligation? That I'm helping you? Or is it more of a Bein Odom Lemako? Where HaKadosh Baruch doesn't want this thing happening. He doesn't want this, uh, this meisah, this chayt taking place. So when someone's doing a chayt ba'onesh, it's not ben La l'chavero. He's not doing anything wrong. There's no onesh involved. Maybe it's more of a ben odom l'mokom calculation. But I think one way of explaining why there's less of a reason to do, uh, to do a sin, to save someone whose poshe is, because listen... It's, it's, not, it's not right for me to have to give up anything because you weren't careful. That's one way of saying it. I think the second way of addressing it would be, if you, if you really ask the question, the person who's posheya, wh- what is he accountable for? What's the real iser? Was the iser his pshia? Or was the iser the result of the pshia? The Poshib Shad is, if you were to ask Hashem, right, you were disappointed in Shalom today, right? Yeah, I was. I was shedding tears. Why were you disappointed? Is it because the bread eventually baked? Or is it because he wasn't careful, he wasn't thinking? So the Chorah Hashem would answer, because he wasn't careful, right? He wasn't thinking. So if, if someone was Poshea, and you're now going to stop the bread from baking, are you really saving him from what he did wrong? You could argue, not really. Technically speaking, I'll be saving him from uh, from chatos because the hate never took place. But, but conceptually, you could argue, I'm not accomplishing anything because the real problem here was his pshia, was his negligence, and that I can't take away. So those are two ways of understanding Tosfos. Okay, but it comes out, we have two totally different world views as to whether or not I should do a small chayt to save you from a great chayt. How do we paskin? What's that? It's a nice thing I just said? Can you write that down for us?
1: No, that's like the idea of sugar, right? This guy, he is doing any shuvah, and
0: he stole money, so you want to pay back the guy he stole money from. He still sees. It. Oh, you rectified the situation. 100%. So, so, what are you saying? What are you doing exactly? So, the only thing you're potentially doing eh, is saving from the Mysa Isser. But, but I think at least we're shedding light on the answer of Tosos that the real problem was his negligence, and I'm not taking that away. So it comes out, really, a massive nafkumin, a massive distinction in so many cases, halacha So am I allowed to, am I obligated to do a small chay to save you from a a greater sin? The first answer of Tosus would be pretty much no, unless you're the one who's setting him up. But generally the answer is no. The second answer of Tosus is yeah, if he's an ones of course he should do a smaller chay. The only time we would say not to is if he's negligent. Question?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, the second uh, approach seems like you could easily take that to sort of a uh, ridiculous place pretty quickly. Like, for example, there are lots of people in America that are not knowledgeable about Halaha. And they're constantly doing things that are, you know, uh, are So should I be going around, I don't know,
0: Yes. Sleep bomb off uh, the parking lot or something so that, I don't know what,
1: making, making a caucus, doing something that's not like very damaging but uh, make a spectacle of myself to prevent people from going here or there or I don't know, whatever, doing whatever they're
0: doing. So again, like we said in the beginning, if it's because of COVID or Kiruv, it's all mutter. So we're going to have to analyze that and that really, that brings us right here to the very end of Shin in Arachim speaks about the case of there were a group of bandits, and they weren't really uh, dangerous people. It sounds like, but they were uh, a pagan cult of some sort, and they abduct a young lady on Shabbos Kodesh. So the halacha is, says the Shulchan Aruch. Bito Mi they took her away, not to hurt her, but to brainwash her. Mitzvah losum lederech pomov, lishtad bahatzalosah. It is a mitzvah to gather your men together and go and save her. Vayyotzi afilu chutz Shlosh parsos, even if that means going outside of the tichom, and according to some, the tichom of shlosh parsos is an isr isa. What the Mechaber is basically saying is, even if that requires you doing an isr you should go and save her. It's a mitzvah. And if you choose not to because you're too religious, based in gozrim alav. Okay, so what's the case here exactly? The Mishnah Bruvah tells us in Sifkat En Nunvav, it doesn't have to be a relative or one's daughter. That was the common uh, case. But really, any one of your fellow Jews who's abducted And there's no threat to their life. It's not pikoach nefesh, but there is a danger, there is a risk to their Judaism. You're allowed to, and you're actually obligated to do, even an ish to try to save them. Then he says further, (laughs) This whole case is obviously talking about a situation where they took her b'ones, against her will alkain okay, hitirilu lossan ladakh pomablahatsila that's why you're allowed to do even a deal to save her The kain malon because we paskin imaino posheya if a person is not negligent then haiv lasos is surazuta kedayshalo yasa khavari suraba then you are obligated to do a small hay to save your fellow from a greater hay of ulim posha but if the case was that she was posheya she was hanging out with the wrong crowd and she really wanted to be part of the group and then she ran off with them. Even though it sounds like you have a chance of saving her and bringing her back into the fold. And if you're not mechalos shabis, it could be you're going to lose her forever. Ain lola Avil Shabbos avura. Then there is no heter to be mechalos shabbos to save her. So what answer of the does the Mishnah Bura seem to be working with? The second answer. The second answer. But he qualifies it. He says, though, that's maybe only by doing an Issa you have no right to do a, a Torah prohibition if she was posheya, but to do an Issa even if she was negligent, then the Eliaraba was of the opinion the Yesh Lohokel Lavor Kedei you'd be allowed to do an Esed to try to save her again, not her life but her Jewish future. But here, from the Acharon Mishnah Bruy, is quoting it. Definitely sounds like he is going with the second answer of Tosfos. So. Yes, this is a major a major uh, exception. We're saying that even in a case where someone is negligent, it could be the only restriction is doing an isediraisa to do an isedirabbanan. Let's say we assume that chashmal is an isedirabbanan, right? Using electricity that doesn't generate real red hot heat um, is osur miderabbanan. So to make a phone call to call the police, right? To call the uh, fire department. That would be mutter. So it sounds like, well, first of all, just to qualify the case, it's considered a small iser, even though being mechalel Shabbos is a pretty major thing, right? Why are we saying that's considered a isur So a lot of it is based on the context. By me being mechalel one Shabbos, I'm saving her, from a whole life of chilul Shabbos, from a whole life of avodas from a whole life of terrible averos, so then in that equation, that's a small iser to save from a greater Isser. So a lot of this discussion is based on the context of the shiloh. Is it, is it limited to, to a shiloh like
1: this, or let's say somebody's doing a as I was saying before, and a girl's going to a party, whatever Friday night, and because here's the person could make a phone call or. Do something not der that, that could uh, walk you uh, know whatever, do something that
0: without the uh, So the, the... let's let's see the next shoe over here from Sternbach. Mm-hmm. All right, this gets into the key room scenario. So, Question? Yeah, I just wanted to clarify so basically if the person's at no fault of their own in danger or being over an answer, or then it can be
1: over on an or, an or Deraiso?
0: If it's no fault of their own and by you doing an isa de we're going to view it as an Iser-Kal in contrast to their De- iser Khamar, then you could do it even in iser De- okay. Meaning, in, in contrast too, this is interesting, the Ramah, um, he mentions, he says, take a look later on in Shinchot Ches Sif yud What's Shinchot Ches Sif Yod? So, the Mishnah Bura quotes it. This is in Sifkot and Nun Ches of the Mishnah Bura. I always make the joke, and again, this is a Rebbe joke. Uh, with the base Medrash guys, whenever we do Sim and cotton, Nunch. I said that's my favorite Sidkotin. Right? <laughs> you gotta have a few of those, you know. The uh, Isis from Demisha Rodsim Loonso Sheyavora Vera Gidolo. There we have the halacha that if you have people trying to force someone to do a terrible iser, namely they are uh, forcing him to bow down to a vodazoro. We do not, we are not to save him. So one second. Is that Shia or is that Ones? It sounds like that's an Ones. What's that? The case is that you have a group of people who are forcing Ruven to bow down to an idol. He's fighting back with all of his might. But he's about to give in to their pressure. Again, they're not. There's no pikuach nefesh here. If I come along though, and I'm mechalal Shabbos, right? I start uh, speaking from the, the loudspeaker. I'm assuming that's an and I pretend that I'm God. Right? Leave Reuven alone, or you will all die. They're all going to disperse and run away. Am I allowed to do that? So there, the psak is no. You can't do that. Sounds like a contradiction. That's a case of Ones. So explains the Mishnah and this is really the intent of the Ramah when he quotes that case. There, even though they want him to do a terrible of about Zorah, it's a one-time thing. So why should you be machalal Shabbos, which is just as severe as a vodazara, to save him from a one-time vodazara? Then the logic doesn't apply. We can't say do a small chay to save him from a greater chay. Then you're pretty much on the same page. Yes, then then Pashib shot. that brings it into the, the category of Pikuach Nefesh. Okay. And for Pikuach Nefesh, of course you could break Shabbos. So this was
1: just people pressuring them
0: to do it for social... social it was a tickle torture, you know. <laughs> not going to die, but... Yeah. Wouldn't that be uh, the three carnal sins where you have to give your life? Yeah, so that, that, that happens to be a wonderful discussion. We're not going to have time for it. But that, that's a big Shiloh. If it's something that he really should give his life for, do we now say it's pikuach nefesh? The other other side of the equation might be, if he's supposed to give his life, that's not the pikuach nefesh where machal Shabbos is for. That gets very deep. But, but at least we understand the, the general guiding principles. Let's take a quick look at Rav Sternbach. Rev. Sternbach, we're not going to read inside, but he speaks about the case I mentioned of you have some B'nai Torah that want to go to a yeshuv, kibbutz, where everyone there is secular. And by doing so, you're going to miss out on many of the mitzvahs of Shabbos, but you could be an inspiration of being makari of them closer to Torah, bringing them tachas kanfei shchina. So he starts off by saying, this is the second paragraph... If there's any concern, Shayif If if I have the Khashash that might be my me and my friends going into this crowd, although we, we're totally the shame Shemayim, but being in that culture will have a real impact on our on our fire, on our Hislavus for Vodas Hashem and it could be they're going to be influencing us more than we're going to be influencing them, then you cannot go. Cannot go. However, But if there's real hope that through your relationship and your Kiruv, you could save someone and their children, so then... It's an explicit halacha at the end of Sim Shin Vav that we just saw together. You're allowed to do an isidir Isa, to save someone from, from shmad. I mean, in the case of the Shulchan Aruch was, she was Shomer Torah Mitzvah, she was from and now they're bringing her to a situation where she might lose her frumkeit. you could do an isr deraisa. Reb Sternbach is applying that even to a situation where perhaps they were never religious. But right here and now, they're living a life totally uh, 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 detached from Torah and mitzvot. If you could do an isr kal to save them from their isr chamor, meaning from their lifestyle, then it would make sense you should. Now he goes on to say, in this case, you can't view them as a nusim. Right? These people know very well that what they're doing is not the derech torah And he was writing this chuva many decades ago, where any secular Israeli was not in the category most likely of a tinuk shenishba. Likely they, they, they understood what the, the Torah mahalich was. And, uh, and they were choosing not to follow the mitzvahs. So you can't call that an ones. And therefore, you could argue there is no heter to do even a chet kal to save them from an iser chomer, from their lifestyle. Nonetheless, as of Sternbach, the last paragraph, even if you consider the menusim, yesh de zed dafka, I'm sorry, even if we don't consider the menusim, yesh lomar de dafka le inyin like Rabbi Goldstein was mentioning. Maybe our discussion in the Gemara and Shabbos is saying you're not allowed to do a sin. However, in this case, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just placing myself in a situation. I'm not going to be part of a Minyan. And we're not going to have Kriya Torah. I'm not going to be part of the Tish Friday night. Okay, I'm missing out on, on Major Zachen, but I'm not doing an iser. So there, Vestermach writes, even though they might be considered pshia, right? they're negligent, they're not a nusim, but if it's just missing out on a nice thing, or even a mitzvah, um, he says that he feels comfortable with allowing. Yes? I have two
1: questions. One goes back to the previous example with of uh, Zara. Uh, okay. Just a general question. but the, it seems like the equation is not how many, but it's the severity. severity. Oh. So then we're saying it's up to us to be able to say this mitzvah, this avera is worse than that avera. Are we doing that based off of punishments? I think that there's a, there is some level of we don't really know what's the uh, mitzvah kal and the uh, mitzvah gedola, you should treat everything the same. So just like hushkaugli, how oh. am I supposed to do that math?
0: Good and question.
1: question
0: is... How about we we'll address the first one quickly before I forget it?
1: Okay.
0: To address the first question, um, when we say we don't know the schar for mitzvos, that means we don't know the reward for doing mitzvos. When it comes to isure Torah, there we have much more of a of a knowledge because a lot of it is based on the onesh and chazal that speak about the severity of the mitzvah. So, for example, the reason why in this case, in Shin Chavchaz, we view a Zorah and Shabbos pretty much equally, it's because we have many Chazal that say being Mechal Shabbos is the same category as being over Avodah Zorah. Okay. But it, it, it's, it's really based on, on the, uh, the level of severity that we find in Chazal. Okay. Then
1: my other question was, sort of surprising to me that we're making this kind of touchbone about doing something definite now to prevent something that might happen later. Like, I know there are a lot of filofos about, you know, like this uh, train, the train dilemma about whether I should pull the lever to save people's lives. Right. So you're doing an action now that's killing people. And you don't, it's not in your hands. So right. save or whatever to, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. So the... the Trained dilemmas, you should not do something active that's gonna cause people's death. So, I'm wondering here also do I know for sure that this person is gonna be over in another, uh, like maybe that girl's gonna escape and on her own, or she won't be, uh, you know, won't be open to their influences and she'll come back? And why am I definitely doing an interview right now to prevent
0: somebody from maybe singing Uh-oh. soon? It's a good question. Now, for the train dilemma, I don't want to fully concur. Okay. Maybe we'll leave that for a different discussion. Right. Not so posh it over there. Um, I, I thought you were going in a little bit of a different direction, but I think it's all connected, right? If you analyze of Sternbach, he's, he's quoting Simon Shinvov, where you're allowed to do even to to save the girl. You were asking, how do we know that she'll stay with that pagan cult for the rest of her life? Maybe she'll do tshuva, she'll escape, which I think is a valid question. You could also ask, doing an, an Isser de Raisa in that case, where it, it's of Levadai, that our, our Chil shabbos has a real chance of saving her now and forever, that I understand. To make the application to uh, the classic scenario of Kiruv. Right? You have the Torah, we're going to the kibbutz, we're going to be, sing zmiros with them, we're going to bring herring with us. So hopefully that'll be inspirational, right? Am I really saving them? I'm, I'm, I'm missing Minyan, I'm missing Kriyas Torah. So true, it's only Shabbat it's not a real hate. but it still seems like a very, very different uh, halachic issue because there I'm doing something wrong and there's no clear indication that I'm actually saving these people spiritually. I'll have a hashpa. I'll come back for a different Shabbos, we'll have a Purim Suda together. It's part of a long process that will hopefully, you know, bear fruit. So, so that, that I happen to think is also a, a good point. That touches on that famous Shalom Zalman. Right, I don't even want to mention that in public though. <laughs> now that got everyone curious, Right. <laughs> But, uh, but after this year, we could discuss that. Um, but I think regarding the idea of we don't know what's going to happen with her, we're allowed to, to go with what's the Pashtus. You know, a little girl or anyone is taken captive. The likelihood of them being able to free themselves and to come back to the way of Torah is it's not so posh. You know? So we're
1: obligated, to, to, take a, we're obligated,
0: obligated to, to do anything you possibly can to bring her back. Assuming she's in the category of Ones. And, it's, it's the right as well. and even a chi of And it's a deraise, right. Um, I want to just end off with this question we mentioned with Hatzalah. Again, there's so much here we're not, we're not going to have a chance to get into. The question is, I'm on the call, Baruch Hashem, everything is fine. Can I radio back the people mm-hmm. letting them know that there's no need to come? So what would you say? By a show of hands... Who would suggest not to do anything? Don't radio them. Let them come. Ramai said they're being mechavin for a mitzvah. They're trying to save a life. They're not really needed, but they don't know that. So uh, don't do anything. Let them come. Not one hand raised. Okay. What's that? If
1: they can, that would be right? No,
0: if they came once you called them? No, no, no. they came to the call. Right? They're not allowed. No. they they told us to allowed. To the they told us to the they told us to be to the they They're so, so that, that happens to be a brilliant way of getting around the question Meaning, if theoretically we didn't have that many people on hand and by them coming out to this call we might be short staff you know, where we need them the most then according to everybody you make the call and tell them stay put stand down but assuming there are plenty of people back at home we don't need them there the only reason for calling them is to save them from doing the molach of driving on Shabbos who would say call them let them know. So, so no one's voting. One everyone's, everyone's afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so which answer of toasts are we in? That's what it comes down to, Peshav Shot. We, we poskin like the second answer, according to, right, the Echronim, the Mishnah Bura, is quoting.
1: It's not on How's it on Of
0: course it's not He went with the of the
1: of How's that on
0: because it, no, he was bechal
1: Shabbos in order to save someone's life, 100.
0: Oh, so let's take a look here, at Rav Sternbuch. I'm sorry, at uh, Rav Osner. It's the Revozner. This is the Shevet The very top here, he says, "Hine." This is the second paragraph. Ein ze de rak First of all, calling him on the radio is not so poshut. It's an iser derabanan. You tochin shu iser Torah. Whenever you get in, involved with the world of electricity, it's not so simple. But he says, even if you assume calling on the radio is an Isidur nonetheless, you're not saving him from anything. It's not even in the category of an Ones. He says, take a look at Orachaim, It's in Shin Chav Ches, The Tesvav. Kadam Kodem Berishona, the Kulam Peturim. Right, let take a quick look over here at the last page. This is in uh, Tesvav. amdu if the Rofem made the assessment that this person needs one grogeris, the Rotsa asara Ve'hiviyah lo kol echah grogeris, and you have 10 people who run and they all pick the fruit to give it to the person in need, Kulam puturim, they're all putter, because they were trying to be matzil Nefesh, The Yeshlehem sachar tov me'eis Hashem, not only are they P'ter, but they get tremendous reward from being involved with pikulach Nefesh, even if theoretically, the guy was okay after the first Grogeris. He was fine. So says Revozner, they're involved with the mitzvah of Hatzalas Nefashos, and therefore, we will not say, Chatei yizka Even though they're an Ones, the only time we say you should do a small sin to save someone from a greater sin, is if what they're doing is objectively wrong. They have no clue. They're not responsible but they're, not, but, but they're doing something wrong. In this case, if anything, they're involved with the mitzvah. Don't take away their zchar. That's revosner Now, the, the Minchas Asher of Asher Weiss quotes this tshuva of He also says this was the opinion of Rebbe Yoshev uh, and of Shlomo Zaman Arbach. Once you have these three gedoli HaPoskim telling you not to make the call... The well, the answer is you don't make the call. No, but they're saying don't inform them because they're not doing anything wrong. They're involved with a mitzvah.
1: I assume once they got there, what, what would they do then? <laughs> no, no. no, no. What, what do you mean? They do. So, so. You don't call that. You don't call them. They drive all the way out. They come doing a mitzvah. So they get there. Uh huh. It's a forty-five minute drive away, or whatever. And oh. Now they're there. There's no.
0: So that gets involved with that other shayla, but we paskin like Ramosha. You drive home? Uh-huh. Drive home.
1: Even if there's enough
0: staff. Even if there's enough staff. For the same reason, for the same reason wouldn't Ramosha
1: tell you to just call
0: Oh, so that's interesting. Well, when I first now, I saw say, this well, shayla. I saw the us walk back
1: for 45 minutes. No, no, it's the same Probably reason. if they're allowed to go back. Ramosha, would drive, drive, right. just tell you five hours out of the to come, so that, that's time. So
0: when break. I first saw this shayla, beyaldusi, I must have been seven or eight. So so my first thought was, just like Ramosha Paskins, which is a chiddish noira that not everyone agrees to, but Ramosha Paskins, and that, that's a different discussion we should have at some point, that uh, you drive back from a Hatzalah call, based on an understanding of Kochos and nefesh, that if I'm going to be stuck there, El Shabbos, I'm not going to be the first one to respond. And we need people to jump into the car and drive as fast as possible. And therefore, by allowing people to drive back from the call, that's part and parcel of pikuach nefesh. That's the chiddush of your Moshe. So my first thought was like, Ari, in this case, if we have a, a policy within Hatsala that never tell anybody not to come to a call, even if everything's okay, could that bring on that same feeling of, I'm not going to be the guy to jump in the call, it didn't sound super serious in the first place. I know I'm not the closest one anyway. right? My friend is a few blocks closer than I am. So, okay, listen, I'm not going to come. What's the point? I'm going to rush over there just to be told that everything's okay? So I could hear that tzvara. of the Gadoli ha did not hear that you know. And they felt, and I think Ramosha would say this as well, it's, it's a very different scenario. If you're really stuck in one place, Al Shabbos, then the odds of you jumping in the ambulance and driving, being the first one to respond, uh, I might not do that. If it's, I'll drive out to a call and I realize everything's okay, which if you speak to the hotel people, oftentimes they'll tell you, even if something is okay or everything's okay, the more people you have, the better. Because there's always something that could be done. It doesn't sound like that svara, that Chiddush of Ramosha would apply here.
1: I think as a of policy, they, they would always cancel if there's, a, if, if there's not, if not serious enough send another
0: person. Another so we is at it, bringing in a different swara, which is we're concerned for the people driving, right? They're driving quickly and, and they are risking their own life. So why don't we call them to, uh, to make sure they don't do anything dangerous that there's no need for it? That's a good swara as well. I, I wanted to quickly see Reb Usher Weiss here.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> What's that? Right. Hey, they do doing mitzvah. I don't have to stop them. I don't have to get out of my bed. I have to know that the call's okay right now, and I can let them know without even using my radio. So that happens to be a good question. In the hashkafa of Rav and Rav Shlomo Zalman and if I didn't have to use the radio, right? They're a block away. I could run over there. Would they say, "Don't run over there and tell them"? No. Why not? I don't know. But Okay, let's take a quick look here at Rav Usher to conclude. Rav Usher Weiss writes that even though all of these Gedalia Poskim say not to contact the others, he says, uh, humbly I would disagree. Um, because, listen, even though it's true they're all doing a mitzvah, but they're not being mekayim a mitzvah. They're not actually fulfilling a mitzvah by driving to a scene where they're not needed. The mitzvah is that they think they're doing something to save a life. And that's wonderful. So Hashem grants them schar. But he says, think about the following scenario. Bari, nemerlo, rofe, yesh you have a healthy guy. And by mistake, the doctor says, you know what? You really have to eat a dim Kippur. Otherwise, you're, you're risking your life. So, so this guy is thinking to himself, I feel okay, but I'm going to listen to the mitzvahs ha This is what Hashem wants for me. And he's crying and, and he's almost, you know, gagging as he's forcing himself eating him lo Kippur. If you know the doctor made a mistake. So, so would it not be a mitzvah to go over to the guy and say, by the way, there's no need to be eating. <laughs> and you should not be eating. You're not a cholah. Hello, boror. Says Rav Weiss, obviously, it's poshit. <laughs> Even though the guy who's eating right now is getting tremendous schar because he's being osik in pikulach nefesh, he's eating on Yom Kepra and there's no allowance to do so. Let him know that it's Usr. So to hear with the Hatela case, wonderful, they think they're doing something. But regarding saving them from doing a hate, why should this be any different than the case of eating on Yom Kippur? And therefore, Usher Weiss concludes. He says, al Why do we care that they're getting reward for their beautiful kavanah? yeshkan. They're still doing chilul Save them from the chilul so he takes a radically different approach and he argues on the Mamesh G'dolei Hara. How would you address his kasha of eating on Yom Kippur? I was going to ask about are you doing a paper for me Yom Kippur? Or are you just telling him? No need for malacha theoretically. Adi, take care. But I don't know if that that's true about Yom
1: Kippur. If one doctor says don't eat on Yom Kippur, one doctor says do eat on Yom Kippur, then you eat. doctor says, so like in his, his, case, his right. case is that
0: it to Right, his, his case is the Maisei was a toast. It was, it was clearly oh, stop, a mistake. Stop,
1: stop, stop. The, the same, doc, yeah, okay. the same doctor, Theoretically.
0: The same right. The same, right.
1: The same Okay. Same it seems like maybe is going back to what we said previously, where are we talking about a of the person, or are we talking about the actual action and the reality that that creates in the world, that Hashem doesn't want something to happen in the world? So meaning that the person himself has a problem that's completely... Mature fine, but eating on kipper might have you know or has this reality of, of affecting the world in on its own with
0: that action. So is that where the I like that distinction. I, I think there's a lot there within that distinction. This requires hours of thought, but I think the structure could be a person's eating onum kippur and they really don't have to. So they're eating onyam kipper. Stop them. If a person's driving a car to save a life on Shabbos, now Shabbos is is unique because Shabbos does require Malechis Mach and it could very well be we don't view that as Chilil Shabbos. I think the structure would be eating on Yom Kippur, you're getting schar for listening to the doctor, even though he was making a mistake, but you're still eating on Yom Kippur. Driving the ambulance might not be even considered Chilil Shabbos Bechal. That requires more analysis, but these were some of the guiding principles. Everyone should have a wonderful day.